This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I am praising God for victory today. My husband had a lipoma removal surgery on Friday, December 3rd, and all went well. He went out in the car on Monday, December the 6th, and had a horrible accident. But he walked away without a scratch, a bump, or bruise. The car is in the shop. We are driving a rental, and all is still well. I know that God is present as he shields and protects us through danger seen and unseen. Someone is wondering, why do you keep talking about God and his spirit so much, his protection? It really does not take all of that. Today, I want to share my understanding of why I talk about the goodness of the Lord so consistent and compassionately. It is what is so deeply embedded within me and the love I have for people especially those of you who are willing to open the link and listen for about 30 minutes of your valuable time, many of you weekly. I am compelled as an ambassador of Christ and his kingdom to speak truth and to speak life. God is near us because so many of us are suffering. We're sick, confused, even brokenhearted. According to the word of God in Psalm 34th chapter in the 18th verse, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. This is who we are, the brokenhearted and spiritually many are crushed and too many emotionally damaged. You see, we are still spiritual beings having human experiences. And while we are pilgrim travelers, just passing through this land, having this earthly and human experience, many have grown weak and weary as we experience the hard knocks of life. So many have forgotten that God made us. He knows all about our struggles. Even if you refuse to share with friends and family, God knows every minute detail of all that you are going through. As Psalm 34th chapter so clearly states, God is near you and ready to save and uplift your crushed spirit. Whether it was by people, a person, a system, sickness, disappointment, or being devalued that has crushed your spirit or broken your heart. God is still our refuge. It now makes sense to me that God has said his strength is made perfect in our weakness because we are weak human vessels and only an omnipotent God can carry us through our human trials and tribulations. But as we give full charge to God and acknowledge him, his most perfect strength kicks into high gear in our lives. Such full understanding of the omniscient, that's all knowing God, brings us to a peace that surpasses all understanding. Most normal, regular, self-reliant individuals would not understand how we, God's people, keep calm, maintain our composure, and press forward in the midst of troubles, trials, and even tragedy. 
Many simply cannot comprehend the trust relationship, the faith relationship that we place in an invisible, intangible, ever-present God. Today, I want to inform some and remind others that in spite of the troubles that we endure, the trials that seem to knock the wind out of us, God is yet present with us and he awaits our call, our cries. Our land has been plagued with all manner of disease. COVID in its multiple variants is among the latest. People are evil and many confused as to where to run to. The system has seemingly turned its back on all that is good, decent, honest, and true. There are wars and rumors of wars, as well as earthquakes in diverse places. Prayer no longer exists within our schools, yet we are asked to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands. I need you to stop and think on this. We are asked to loudly, openly pledge allegiance to a flag, a country, and a republic that shows no allegiance to us. Yet prayer has been removed from the same school setting. When such is questioned, we are told we could use our moment of silence in any way we choose, as long as it is in silence. So think on this. We are expected to pledge allegiance to a flag, a country, and a republic, loud and openly. But if we choose to pray, it must be secretly, quietly done within our moment of silence. Yes, silence God, but honor the flag, country, and republic as they selectively choose who is to receive equality and justice. Ignoring the liberties of many who just happen to be black or brown, perhaps minority. Silence the God in all prayers to he who has blessed and favored this country so greatly for so many years with its unjust, unfair, systemically racist practices and leaders. Please open your eyes and see that daily we wrestle against spiritual wickedness in high places. To such the word of God has advised us to stand in holy places. So for all who are saying, it does not take all of that. The signs of the time are so strong, so telling that we must pay close attention because God is our only refuge. We have a place to run to and a God who has said, cast all your cares on me because I care for you. According to Isaiah, the 55th chapter, 6th and 7th verses, seek you the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. You see, now is the time to seek the Lord. Yes, look for him, call his name, invite him into your heart, your mind, your being, your souls. 
He is near because we are in trouble. Our own government is fighting amongst themselves, many openly speaking out against peace, equality, and rights for all. You see, God's word said the government would be on his shoulders. They were talking about Jesus Christ when he was born. Now, when I delve into the deeper meaning, it was revealed that government refers to Jesus who was born to have the responsibility of ruling the earth, not mortal men, let alone men and women who lack true relationship and honest knowledge of God. Hence, this earthly government is crumbling before our very eyes in the midst of infighting, dishonesty, disregard for the rule of law, and disdain for the very people that government was initially designed to protect and serve. Oh, and don't forget, disrespect and total disregard for a God that has granted favor and blessings to this country. Likewise, the shoulder of Jesus Christ was built to carry our burdens, not we ourselves. Remember the cross that he bore up to and on Calvary was representative of the unjust burdens that were placed on his shoulders. When he rose with all power in his hands, he had borne our burdens and rose to bear all of our burdens moving forward, even today. We come up against so much that is oppositional to our peace and sanity that many don't even realize that God wants us to take our burdens to him and leave them there. Jesus promised that we can give him our burdens so we can have rest for our souls if we would just come to him. Those of us who have experienced the presence and peace of God fully understand that he is absolutely wonderful and amazing because of his ability to perform anything we ask and because of how well he treats his people. A far cry from how we treat each other. In spite of God's word, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Above all, the birth, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ were the most amazing events ever undertaken in human history. His word in Matthew chapter 11 and the 29th verse has encouraged us to take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest unto your souls. So God wants us to gain knowledge of him through studying his word. Then allow the Holy Ghost, God's spirit, to lead and guide you as it brings clarity to your understanding of who God is, whose you really are, and to whom you ultimately belong. Now, if you are paying close attention, you already know that God is our blessed Savior. And if you have accepted and believe on him, you belong to God. Hence, the wisdom that comes from him, his word and his spirit will guide us into all truth in every aspect of our lives. He is our refuge, our powerful counselor and a mighty God. 
you will know that there is a difference once you have him fully operational in your life. Not that you will be free of all problems, but you will learn how to cast all your cares on the Lord. You will know that you know that you know him and you will never, ever want to be without him again. In Hebrew, the term gibor means strong, mighty champion. Today, Jesus is our gibor. That's the Hebrew term, which means strong and mighty. Our hero and strong champion. And I talk about him so much because we, you and I, are in desperate need of a savior, a powerful counselor, an almighty God, our hero, a strong, mighty champion, one who has so selflessly lived and died for each of us, yet we refuse, many of us, we refuse to live for him, even when he has set us up for victory that will last long after our mortal bodies, this flesh that we love so much has returned to its former state of dust. Yes, the one who has snatched victory from death, you see his spirit remains with us even after death has come and gone. He is the one who was, who is, and is yet to come. If we suffer with him, we will also reign with him. So today, I urge you again, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is yet near. Because we need him right now more than we have ever needed him before. Don't you believe, nor should you allow anyone to tell you that it does not take all of that as we have a life or death need for the Spirit of the Lord today, right now, in the present. Without His Spirit, we will perish. But with the Spirit of the Lord, we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. He is the image of God the Father in heaven. Because the earth and all people are in turmoil, Christ is the only one who can bring peace to the earth. The word of God calls him the Prince of Peace as the death of Christ represented the conquest and victory through which peace entered this world. Such peace can only be maintained by the Spirit of the Lord, his Holy Ghost. Your job and my job is to receive the Lord and allow his Spirit to live a life through us so that others can see God in us and glorify our Father, which is in heaven. You see, the government that will be on Christ's shoulders must be a just and godly government. So it is the government to come, the one that continues to increase on earth as more and more people truly give their lives to Christ. The spread of God's word, the gospel, become stronger and stronger as time moves on. So his government will increase on earth. Every soul, no matter how good one might be, who is not aligned with the spirit of the Lord is against a righteous God, his will and his way. Remember, God never asked us to be good, 
but be you holy for I am holy, his word said. So you are in need of the Holy Ghost so that you are enamored with God's precious Holy Spirit. Not for God's benefit, but for your own good. All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. My plea is that you allow God's purpose to be your protection today. I sought the Lord when I was down, weak, hurt, and confused. He reached way down and rescued me, adjusted my attitude. Realized I really needed his grace as life's events unfold. I looked for help, someone to care, rescue me from the enemy's hold. I endured the stress of problems, pain, tribulations, and many trials. As soon as I got out of one thing, there was another. Struggled for quite a while. Kept thinking I could handle life's blows, the ups and downs I braved. Learned of a God that forgives all sins and his only son he gave. To live and die for you and I so that we could live sin free. Christ defeated and snatched victory from the jaws of death due to his love for you and me. Now we get to make decisions about the way that we should go. Choose you this day whom you will serve, cannot continue to and fro. Either we will serve the Lord in spirit and in truth or serve the enemy who still kill and destroy even from our youth. Not in between, no semi-warm, he will spew you out of his mouth. Our job is to learn of him and live holy. See what his peace is all about. No matter what we're going through, our many trials and major tests, we learn to lean and depend on the Lord, our refuge, only the best. I urge each of you to seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near before his grace abound. His grace and mercy are available right now for your faithfulness, so is his favor. Hold close and tight to God's strong hands. He is our blessed savior. Not that you won't have problems, but a God who will see you through. All things work together for your good and his purpose. He knows just what to do. While spiritual wickedness in high places seek to take you out. God will hold you up, manage bitter cups, care for you without a doubt. You deserve to enjoy the peace of God that surpass all understanding. The everlasting arms that protect from hurt and harm keep enemies success disbanding. The spirit of the Lord presence you must afford, equipped with all that is required in spite of the enemy's plots and plans, God holds your future in his hand. He will keep you uplifted, encouraged, and inspired. Well, family, this is number 85 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I want you to receive the Spirit of the Lord for your protection during these most difficult days. For those who have decided that they will live without God's Holy Ghost, you've decided to move forward with no protection. A lot like driving a motorcycle at full speed with no helmet 
and bad breaks. But in the spiritual realm, I must remind you that our enemy is operating from a spiritual place. Sure, we see remnants and results of the enemy in the actions, words, and egregious behaviors of people. But you, without the Holy Spirit, lack the capacity to fight and or handle the matters of life when you continue to refuse the Spirit of the Lord. Ephesians 6 chapter and the 12th verse reminds us, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We must equip ourselves spiritually to combat the things of the Spirit. Ephesians 6 chapter and the 11th verse says, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That means we must put on the characteristics and behaviors of God so that in God's strength and infinite wisdom, we can stand strong and walk through challenging, fiery darts, those human trials and tribulations that we will face. You know, we've got to put on all of the equipment that God has prepared and provided for us spiritually. You see, he will make them bearable. He will make every trial and tribulation bearable and even keep us in perfect peace while in his strength we endure. God's word went a step further in Isaiah 59th chapter in the 19th verse, which explained, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Now I will repeat, if you are human and being honest with yourself, you already know that the enemy will come in as often as he thinks he can catch you off guard without spiritual protection. And that's every day. But God, you see, the question is not if, but when the enemy will come in. So if you did not realize that you needed the Lord before, I want you to realize that you really need him right now. Please, for your safety, your sanity, and your peace, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is yet near. He has promised to never leave nor forsake you. All we've got to do is accept him and spend the rest of our lives serving him in spirit and in truth. Such places you in his safety so that no matter what you face, you can remain confident in knowing that a loving God will always see you through. It is my prayer that you seek the Lord with your whole heart. Choose him today and allow him to take care of your every need, every matter and each occurrence, all trials and tribulations. Just know that he will grant grace mercy and favor in the midst of every storm in your life. He will absolutely keep you in perfect peace. God bless you. On a separate note, I am asking you to join me in wishing my beautiful mother, Mother Sadie Mae Chisholm, a happy 79th birthday 
as her birthday was on Friday, December 10th, we plan to continue her celebration during our family Christmas. I am so excited and really looking forward to our destination Christmas all under the same roof. In the meantime, please check out the tribute that I wrote for my mom on my Facebook page. If you didn't know it before, I love and cherish my mama. She is most valuable to me and I praise God for her daily. Thanks to my awesome producer, Mr. Thomas Bacote, also known as Tommy B, for all of his hard work, late night hours, and the outstanding video that he produced. I really do appreciate your kind assistance, Mr. Bacote. My producer is the truth. God bless you. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter page. You can listen to me on Amazon Music or YouTube. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows? You might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.